Yeah. Yo. 50 years of hip hop. 50 years of hip hop from Listener Power, KEXP. Welcome to 50 Years of Hip Hop. I'm Larry Mizell Jr. This week, Dusty Henry takes us back to 2007 with Soldier Boy's track, Crank That, Soldier Boy. This iconic hit and its accompanying dance ushered in a new era for hip hop and defined ringtone rap. It also symbolized a shift in the internet, helping define what it means to go viral and still has a lasting influence on music today. One word, one syllable, instantly recognizable. Soldier Boy was and is many things. A rapper, a producer, an entrepreneur. He's also the foremost musical prophet of his time. He single-handedly crafted a new way of breaking into the music industry. Soldier Boy maybe didn't have the lyrical prowess of Jay-Z, but he shared the same I'm a businessman mindset. And just like Grand Wizard Theodore, who invented scratching before him, he started the movement from his bedroom. Before he was Soldier Boy, he was DeAndre Cortez Way, born in Chicago and raised in Atlanta. When he was 14, he moved to live with his father in Batesville, Mississippi, where his music career began. DeAndre's uncle set up his nephew with a demo copy of the music production software FL Studio, more commonly known as Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops and its presets makes it pretty easy for anyone to make beats. So, christening himself Soldier Boy, he started making music and selling CDs at school. But he quickly abandoned this more analog approach once he realized the potential of one of the biggest tools at his disposal, the internet. You've got mail. You've got mail. You've got, you've got mail. You, 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 you've got mail. He first started by uploading his music to the website SoundClick, a sort of precursor to SoundCloud that combined music and social media. People loved Soldier Boy's music. While legends like Prince and Metallica denounced people for sharing and stealing their music online, Soldier Boy seized the opportunity. He'd upload his music to file sharing programs like LimeWire and Kazaa, but he used undercover tactics to lure in unsuspecting music lovers. He'd name the tracks with titles like Michael Jackson, Billie Jean, with hopes that people would download it. But instead of hearing... You'd get... Soldier Boy was producing music at a prolific clip. His music was evolving fast, and so was the internet. There was MySpace, one of the first social media platforms to gain mainstream appeal, particularly among teens and young adults. And there was also YouTube, which launched in 2005. It's easy to take for granted now, but the idea of on-demand video and the ability for anyone anywhere to upload videos for everyone to see was nothing short of revolutionary. To give you an idea of just how far things have come and the changes of streaming quality since 2005, here's a short clip from Soldier Boy's first YouTube video. Soldier Boy had the bottomless energy that only a teenager could possess. He put all of his energy into making music and growing his profile on the internet as much as he could. And it started to pay off. He began to amass fans from across the globe with no label backing and making beats out of his bedroom. 
In 2007, he put out his first album independently, titled Unsigned and Still Major, The Album Before the Album. But something even bigger was around the corner. Over the years, he said the song took him anywhere from two minutes to one hour to make. The point is, it was fast. Here's Soldier Boy talking about creating the beat from a video posted on his old website, tellem.tv. Um, like I did Crank That, right? On this program called Fruity Loops. Probably took me like 10 minutes to make it. And everybody know like I made like $10 million off of the song Crank That. He dropped Crank That Soldier Boy in February of 2007, knowing he had something good. Soldier Boy didn't just upload the song, though. In a stroke of marketing brilliance, the song was accompanied by an instructional video for a dance that goes with the song. Step one to the dance, you know what I'm saying? You gotta cross your legs like that right here. This is the first step. You like that right there. So everybody hit that with me. One, two, three, go. You. The song and the dance steadily took off. Kids across the country weren't just listening to crank that. They were learning the dance and teaching it to their friends. Soldier Boy certainly wasn't the first artist to create a dance craze. But the way he utilized the internet directly predates the TikTok dance crazes we see today. To this day, the steel drums at the beginning of the track are like a sleeper cell trigger for millennials. Play it out in public, and suddenly you'll see people taking three steps to the left and three steps to the right while cranking their wrists. I mean, everyone was learning it. Yes, dear listener, even me. And yes, it was ugly. The song's rising popularity quickly drew attention from major labels. In particular, it raised the eyebrows of a certain Mr. Collie Park, a producer and president of the Interscope imprint, Collie Park's Music. His label is responsible for kicking off the careers of Atlanta artists like the Ying Yang Twins. You can also hear him on the contemporary mid-2000s Bubba Sparks hit, Miss New Booty. At 16 years old, Soldier Boy signed a deal with Collie Park and Interscope. He officially released the song as a single in May of 2007. Mr. Collie Park helped him film an official music video and got everyone from Amarion to Bow Wow to appear in the video, all of them performing the Soldier Boy dance. Soldier Boy, and what in the heck is that dance? The music video played up the virality of the dance before going viral was really a thing. Kids looking at their flip phones, watching others do the dance, and then doing it themselves. All of this propelled Crank That to the top of the charts, spending seven weeks at the number one spot of the Billboard Hot 100. The track became the lead single of his official studio debut album, SoldierBoyTellEm.com. Yes, even the name of the album was used as a marketing tool. The album was certified platinum and cemented Soldier Boy's status from internet influencer to hitmaker. Crank That made way for more viral singles, like Donk, the hilarious Yah. Hey Soldier Boy, can I drink Yo, really And the slow jam, Soldier Girl. Soldier Boy's arrival on the scene corresponded with the rise of what was called ringtone rap. 
Around this time, cell phones had gone from something business people might have to the must-have accessory of the new millennium. Particularly for young people, flip phones like the Razer were all the rage, especially with how you could customize them, and not just with little attachable charms. Turn on the TV, and you'd be inundated with commercials trying to sell you on buying a custom ringtone like Crazy Frog. The champ is here. The number one target from Europe is finally available in the U.S. Text Crazy One for the Polly's part of the giant play. It wasn't long before the music industry knew they had to get in on this. Originally referred to as Snap and birthed out of Atlanta's crunk music scene, ringtone rap catered towards these fun, irreverent bangers that were easily quotable and had simple yet blaring production. Songs like D4L's Laffy Taffy. Or Shop Boy's Party Like a Rockstar. Soldier Boy fit right in and rode the wave to further fame. He'd continue to stay prescient with the times with his sophomore album, 2008's I, Soldier Boy, Tell Him. On the album's lead single, Kiss Me Through the Phone, he sings a phone number that fans could actually call and hear a message from Soldier Boy. Kiss me when you wake up, tell me what you were dreaming about. I hope you were dreaming about me. Yeah, I know what it is. www.soldierboytellum.com, man. Follow me on Twitter, too. Twitter.com. This hit from the album, alongside the single Turn My Swag On, formed the peak of Soldier Boy's commercial success. At least as far as his music is concerned. But it wasn't the end of his influence. His career proved the power of the internet, and the artists could take their careers into their own hands. Yes, he did eventually sign with a major, but who knows if he'd have gotten there without the ingenuity of his viral self-marketing. Musically, too, artists have begun to embrace lo-fi production. Artists like Lil Uzi Vert fall directly in line with Soulja Boy's performance style. In the final season of Donald Glover's television series Atlanta, there's a whole episode dedicated to a serial killer hunting down people who made Crank That Dance videos. Soldier Boy even makes a cameo. You heard anything about this uh, Crank That Killer stuff? Are you serious? Of course I have. I got more Crank That content on the internet than anyone. Too much to count. I basically invented YouTube. And back on TikTok and YouTube, budding producers flex their chops by speedrunning making the Crank That beat as fast as they can in FL Studio as fast as 20 to 30 seconds. No, don't tell it. Please tell me I got it. <laughs> no, no way. Look, I know Soldier Boy might not be what some consider to be the best rapper to ever build his career through the internet. Still, you have to admit, he left a definite mark on music and popular culture. His free spirit and business ingenuity are practically unmatched. When you talk about the last 50 years of hip-hop, his name has to be mentioned for the sea change that he brought along. His entrepreneurial spirit shows that anyone can succeed. A core tenet at the root of hip-hop. This piece was written by Dusty Henry. 
Audio was produced by Roddy Nikpour. Our podcast manager is Isabel Khalili. I'm Larry Mizell Jr. We'll see you next time on 50 Years of Hip Hop from listener-powered KEXP, where the you matters. The hilarious, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how to say this.